you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Good Morning Football is a production of the NFL in partnership with iHeartRadio. Bills are going home. Josh Allen was not sharp. Patrick Mahomes has been brilliant. Josh, going to keep it himself. Into the end zone. Touchdown, Buffalo. The Bills respond and then some. Fourth down here. Fires a strike into the end zone. Touchdown, Buffalo. But they'll be great. 13 seconds to go in the game. Mahomes down the middle to Kelsey. Timeout called by the Chiefs. Ties the game. We're going to overtime. Mahomes looks to throw it. Caught by Kelsey. And the Chiefs have won. Josh ready to go. An amazing strike. Josh Allen's unbelievable. Disappointing performance all around in this game. The Chiefs are champions of Super Bowl 57. Ah! Bills, Chiefs, another Mahomes, Josh Allen showdown. We dream about this. We've got it now. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Welcome to Good Morning Football presented by Old Trapper Beef Jerky live here in New York City. There's a big game in western New York in a couple of days. It's Thursday, January 18th, ahead of Divisional Weekend. I'm Jamie Erdahl. There's Kyle Brandt, Peter Schrager, Jason McCourty. Peter, you have a game circled yet that you are like, that one's like the piece of cake for the whole weekend and your warm, tasty meal that you're going to get out of the division. I think the last one is so good, the Chiefs and the Bills and what we're building towards. I think that order of the games are great. We have this fun upstart mm-hmm. Houston Texans team against the powerhouse Ravens. Mm-hmm. That starts it off, and then you've got this really cool story with the Packers being so young, going into San Francisco, which is another big heavy favorite. And then this Tampa-Detroit game, we said it last segment, one of the two teams, Tampa Bay Buccaneers and <laughs> Detroit Lions, are playing in an NFC Championship game next so week. Good. That's already true. So that's awesome. And then you've got what might be the two best teams of this generation Chiefs and Buffalo Bills taking the torch from the Patriots from the last one. Speaking of generational talent, let's talk about that game. Time for the lead block. block. Chiefs Bills, as Peter mentioned, they are the nightcap before divisional weekend. It means two of the best quarterbacks of our game today. Josh Allen, Patrick Mahomes, they're going head-to-head again. And Josh Allen yesterday spoke to the media about Patrick Mahomes, their friendship, his talent, yesterday. He's a fantastic player. His track record and his resume speaks for himself at, at such a young age, and um, one of the greatest quarterbacks to already play this game. And you know, he's still he's still growing and still getting better. Um, so yeah, he's he's not an easy matchup uh, for any team. They've gotten the best of us in the playoffs in the last few years, and you know, we uh, finally got a, got a home game, and um, you know, just got to go out there and put our best foot forward and, and play as hard as we can play. I would have loved a more audible exhale out of Josh Allen. We said, finally got a home game here. It feels like it's been a while since the Bills got to host the Chiefs. And this time again, it's against Patrick Mahomes. They are favored in Buffalo on Sunday. Do you feel like the Bills feel like the favorite, though, Peter? I, I look at these two teams. I think the Chiefs are the favorite. I think the Chiefs are the team that have all the experience of beating the Bills in the playoffs. They're the bullies. They're the ones going in there. I know the Bills are home. I know the Bills are the higher seed. And I know the Bills might be playing better football over the last month of football, but these aren't two strangers walking in. On a, 
This is the Kansas City Chiefs who have owned the Bills in the big postseason moments, and this is Patrick Mahomes who's gotten the best of Allen in the big moments. And I understand that there's some different factors, home field, whatever. I just look at who's been there, who's done that, and until you knock us off, you can't be the favorites. Mm. Kansas City Chiefs are like those New England Patriots teams for years and years. There'd always be another higher-seeded team. Then you get to the playoffs, and the Patriots would be like, we're the Patriots. You're not going to beat us in a big spot. I respect the heck out of what Buffalo's doing. And if they win, of course, they are the worthy team. But to go into this game and say, yeah, but this is the year the Bills are favored over the Chiefs, when we know the history and we know how many things the Chiefs have overcome uh, in their little run over the last you know, half a decade, I can't just seed favorite underdog. I can't say, and no, no situation in the NFL playoffs will I ever say Patrick Mahomes is an underdog going into mm. the game until I see him lose. Mm. And that includes this week against Buffalo. And if they win, that includes next week in Baltimore. Mm. I still think the Chiefs are the favorites. Mm. They're the defending Super Bowl champions, and they have been there, been through it all, been done it all, and they have hoisted Lombardis, <laughs> and they have hoisted AFC championship champ, uh, trophies. I haven't seen the Bills do that yet, so until they get one, they're not the favorites. This is a lot of psychological stuff, too. Chiefs are going in saying, yeah, these guys, imagine we beat them and they lose to us again. I, I'm going with the Chiefs for reasons that really might not have to do much with the football and the X's. Yeah, and I love that. When you're the big dog, somebody has to come knock come you off. Beat us first. We start talking about us in the same conversation. But I'm going to disagree on this one. I think going into this game, the Bills have won six straight, and they are the home team. You can argue that in the playoffs that the reason the Chiefs have won, or you can, they've been the home team. They've had that advantage on their side, and now the Buffalo Bills, they're looking at it like, well, finally we're in our backyard, and we feel really good about that. We're tired of going on the road, having to play in your neighborhood and figure it out, and we had next. And mm-hmm. I think the bigger thing is, remember Jay Cole in his rap song, Middle Child, said, why can't two legends coexist? The great thing about this matchup is we have two of the very best since they've matched up in 2020, since this rivalry has started. These guys are one and two in pass yards, total touchdowns, every stat that you want to look at. And just being able to be a witness of these two greats going head to head. And I do think Buffalo's favorite. I think the way this season has transpired for both of these two teams where in the past, we've seen both of them come in as the top dogs, and they've dominated all season long. And this year, we had to watch Buffalo go from 11th seed and have to go on a winning streak to get into the playoffs. For the Kansas City Chiefs, we've watched the ups and downs offensively, and they've been led by LeJarrius Sneed and Chris Jones and all those guys on the defensive side of the ball. So for both of these quarterbacks, they're coming in, and yes, they're still, still the, two of the greatest in the NFL right now, but it's a different feel to it this season, and I think that's what makes this matchup so fun Sunday night because all of that gets thrown out the window and we're expecting both of these guys to go in there and have just magnificent games and we're going back to that 2021 divisional Mm -hmm. and we're expecting fireworks that looks like that we are it's playoff wins playoff wins are everything in this league i don't care about the regular season that small time stuff the 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 writings of legends are etched with playoff wins gold jackets are stitched with playoff wins and i look at this matchup now Josh Allen and the Bills do not have one against the Chiefs. They've beaten them several times in the regular season, and it's, it's poof. It's gone. It's the playoff stuff. I wonder if Josh Allen is Peyton Manning and Patrick Mahomes is Brady. There's a false truth out there that I think you can lazily believe in that Brady owned Peyton in the playoffs. It's ridiculous. It's not true at all. Or even Peyton got one at the end. It's ridiculous. It's not true at all. Let's go on the journey to look at our past, to remember the future, because I think there's a lot of symmetry between Peyton and Brady and Allen and Mahomes. First playoff matchup, let's go. Patriots versus Colts. This is the 2003 AFC title game. It's a game that changed football as we know it. 
They go into Foxborough. They get completely mugged. Ty Law has three interceptions. Peyton throws four interceptions. This was a hot knife through butter offense. They're up one to nothing, the Patriots. Next year, 2004, AFC Divisional. It's the same tune. They're on the road. In this case, would be Arrowhead. It was Foxborough. 20 to 3. They destroyed the Peyton Manning machine. Destroyed it. So you're thinking, all right, Belichick and Brady, they just own Peyton, and Peyton can win Emmy MVPs, but yeah, he's Bill Polian had some things to say, and then they changed the rules because a of A lot. But what changed in this series? 2006. Oh, look, the Colts are at home. Like the Bills are at home this week. The Colts finally beat Brady. They go on and win the Super Bowl, mostly because mm. of Rex Grossman. That's a different segment. That's okay. So now it's they, they got one win. Finally, they get the monkey after the back, so one, two. Fast forward years, 2013. Denver. Now we're going to Denver. And guess what, guys? Peyton's at home again. And he beats Brady and Belichick again. So hold on a second. It's two to two, but I thought Brady dominated Peyton. No. You want one more? The final blow, 2015. Guess what? They're at home again. And Owen Daniels is going up and down the field. They beat Brady again. So was I. So was Kyle. So was I. Jamie, we're at this game. No, I was in uh, Carolina covering a Panthers pregame report, I believe. Must have been fire. But um, Peyton wins again. Here's the fact. I want you to tell your kids this. People don't know this. Tom Brady was 2-3 and three in the playoffs against Peyton Manning. He has a losing record against Peyton Manning. For some reason, that is lost in time because Brady won a lot of regular yeah. scene games and his overall record, 2-3. and three. I would just say this to Josh Allen and the Bills. Right now, you are 0-2 against Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs, just like Peyton was to Tom Brady and the Patriots. Things changed. You got home, and you ripped off three in a row. Mm. You changed the conversation. You changed the legend. This is the time you do it. You better not go 0-3, because then it's going to become the legacy. Is, oh, those teams were great. Now it was amazing. They could never beat those Chiefs teams. And then they, that one year, they got them at home. You can't do it. This is a massive, historic game. There's three really good games this weekend, and there's one chapter in a saga. This is a saga in mm. a franchise that we will talk about for decades. The Bills got to have this one. Mm. Got to have it. This is the fourth year nuts. the Bills are playing in the divisional round straight for this team and this quarterback, Josh Allen team. Peter, after listening to that, reminding, refreshing your memory on the history of what great quarterback rivalries look like, when you look at Josh Allen and inspect him, what would a, the win this this weekend mean for him over Mahomes? It would be so huge. I think it's a giant monkey off his back, like Steve Young throwing that thing off of the Super Bowl. But in this case, it, they are so often pegged one versus one. But there's this third piece. There's this Joe Burrow piece that is looming and that Joe Burrow has already gotten a victory mm. over Patrick Mahomes. And oh. Joe Burrow has gone to Buffalo and beaten Josh Allen. Mm. I think it's a three-person conversation. Burrow, of course, not in it right now. But if Allen can't notch a win against Mahomes this year, it's another offseason of Madden covers and golf tournaments. And it's you start getting into that territory of really good quarterback who can't win the biggest of games. And that's not fair to him because he's won a lot of big games and he's been awesome and heroic in the regular season and in the wild card round. But, Jamie, I think it's, it's, it's all these quarterbacks and you throw in Lamar and you throw in some of these other young ones who are coming – this might be Josh's time. The window's open. This is the year. You're home. Mahomes' team is down. It's not the Chiefs like it was. When Burrow's it was. out. Burrow's yeah. out. Like, yeah. this is your year. This is your time. 
And then if, gosh, you got to get over Lamar, then we're talking about you as the number one dude. So, to me, it is such a big game because I don't know if it's going to line up like this every year after this. It is such a big game, and I think in part because of how good the Buffalo Bills have been. You've seen sometimes great quarterbacks end up on teams. It's just like, well, the other team is just happening to come in the same era as a Patrick Mahomes, Kansas City Chiefs, as they're winning Super Bowls. But as you look at the numbers for the Buffalo Bills since 2020, when this rivalry first started, where their team ranks, and you look at points per game, opponents points per game, wins they are right there and yet they haven't even made it to the Super Bowl so I think for this team and for Josh Allen Peter you just said it here's the moment like this is the year you've been so dag on good so dominant throughout the regular season you've had some special playoff games but you haven't been able to get over the hump and you're at home this time. And you always ask when it's playoff games, I haven't been them. What's different? Kyle, you laid it out. The difference is you're at home. So now when you have to answer the question of getting a monkey off your back, it's like, well, you had to travel to Arrowhead. They beat you there. And then you finally got them at home and they beat you there. What's going to be different? You just said it. Burrow beat you there at home. It's just like something has to give. So this is the moment. This is the year. This is the change that possibly was needed for Josh Allen to be able to get that win. He's in an impossible position, though, because I would push back. You lose this game, of course. They just beat you at home, and Mahomes this, Mahomes that. But if you win this game, there's no monkey off your back. You're in the you're in the title game, Ron. Yeah. You've been there before. Been there. Like his burden is the Super Bowl and the Buffalo, and like with his talent and what he represents to that city. This, if they beat the Chiefs, it'll be quickly forgotten in Buffalo. It's like we won a division round game. We've beaten the Chiefs. Before. Really? Even if they go into Baltimore and they're the yeah. underdogs, yet yeah, even so, you think? I still think it's like Super Bowl, Super Bowl. Because of the history of the Buffalo. history in the climate, yeah. not, not the weather climate, the emotional yeah. climate mm-hmm. that like. He, he is on this planet to bring them a Super Bowl mm-hmm. and anything. He'll tell you that. Anything less is, is, is a failure. He just, the Mahomes thing, he has a file in his brain, and it's the Patrick Mahomes file. And I don't mean, like, I don't mean he's in his head. I mean, when he's asked, oh, Patrick Mahomes, what a great match. Boom, oh, boom, let me pull it out. Boom, boom, great guy, great competitor, boom. one of the best players in the league has ever. He yeah. just recites that yeah. stuff. And you know that he just wants to throw up. Like, he just absolutely, he loves, he loves Mahomes. But, like, it must be so annoying to talk about. Mm-hmm. And uh, believe me. Don't win this weekend. Like, that file's going to have to get thicker. Well, and it's great acting and uh, by him because if he I can agree. just recite it. Can I just pull the table if you all feel the same way? Watching Josh Allen speak and watching really the media cover the Bills right now, don't they still feel like such a different team than last year just looking at them emotionally? And we, we, we harped on their emotional energy at this time last year after everything they went through and the games that they were entering when they were going up against the Bills in their final game. That looks like a team that still has something in them. They still have fight. They have a lot of talent. I know they've suffered a lot of injuries, but that Josh Allen does not look as exhausted. The team does not look as exhausted as they went through last year. I think they're a team this year that when you said that when we were in week 11 or whatever it was, they said we have a 14% chance. When your back's against the wall like that, we're all we got. And you come in the locker room and mm. you band together. And it's just like, well, nobody expects us to do anything. And then you just go out there and fight. So mm. as they're rattling wins off, I think that's the difference with this team. I also think last year in the wild card round, Skylar Thompson put up 31 points, gave them everything <laughs> yeah. they could handle. And they didn't come into that divisional round game thinking, like, we're the powerhouses. Yeah. They kicked the snot out of Pittsburgh. Yeah. I know the game was closer at the right. end. Yep. But like they, I feel like they've got some momentum, mm. some juice right now, to mm-hmm. your point. Well, I, I, I'm reminded of, of when Rodgers says, I think we can run the table years back. 
back in the Packers, and they were just like, we have to win every game. Yeah. And then they just started running the table. They've had to win every game now for months. Done. But, Jamie, if you don't think they look exhausted now, wait till Josh Allen has to play linebacker this weekend because they don't have any yeah, warm bodies. So they have to get in there and make some tackles. Yeah. It's tough on defense. It is really tough. Uh, that was a in-depth coverage of the AFC side of things. Woof. Tom Pelissero, good morning to you. Let's uh, flip over to the NFC and a team that's not even playing this weekend in the Dallas Cowboys because there was a status update with Mike McCarthy that emerged. That's right, Jamie. Cowboys owner Jerry Jones announced on Wednesday night that Mike McCarthy will return for a fifth season as the head coach in 2024. Jones released a statement citing a variety of reasons, including the fact that McCarthy has the highest regular season winning percentage in Cowboys history, his history of postseason success that he had in Green Bay. Jones said that the loss to the Packers in that wild card game was on all of us, the players, the coaches, himself. In other words, it did not all fall on Mike McCarthy, the evaluation of whom Jones said is holistic. They believe that he is the man to lead them into 2024. McCarthy will be in a contract year, barring an extension before then. That's something that Jerry Jones has done in the past with other head coaches here. It always made sense for Jerry Jones, just based upon the results of the past three years, the trajectory, not just of the team, but also the offense, with Dak Prescott playing the best football he's ever played, the number one scoring offense in the NFL with Mike McCarthy as the play caller to see this thing through. In other news, the Ravens could be getting back a huge piece of their offense for Saturday's playoff game against the Texans. Tight end Mark Andrews, who suffered a cracked fibula and an a ligament injury in his ankle a couple of months ago was listed as a full participant in practice on Wednesday. Andrew spoke with the media. He compared it to the injury that Terrell Owens had years ago where he was able to come back within the same season and play in a Super Bowl. Andrew said he's doing some of the same stuff, the hyperbaric chamber and everything else. My guess, knowing how the Ravens do things, is he'll probably be listed as questionable on the injury report. But if he continues to fully participate, that is tracking in a good direction for Saturday. One other player that you will see in a Ravens uniform, four-time Pro Bowl running back Dalvin Cook, who was waived by the Jets before the final week of the season, quickly signed on with the Ravens practice squad. Cook, as of this morning, has been signed to the 53-man roster. They waived Melvin Gordon to make room for him. That means now Dalvin Cook, who we have not seen a whole lot of a very limited role for him during a frustrating season with the Jets, has fresh legs as he now joins Lamar Jackson and company for this playoff push. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day. And smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Play game. Time for Throwdown Thursday. Let's go. Even in Baltimore with the Ravens. Thank Talk you. to two teams favored in the AFC this divisional. You're welcome, Tom. Who's more, there's that word again, besides our spouses, who's more under pressure 
to win this weekend? Is it Lamar Jackson or Josh Allen? Jason. Imagine if we did our throwdown, which spouse is on the most. We're not doing that. No. Don't go, don't, don't go home after. Um, I'm going with Lamar Jackson on this one. <laughs> Yesterday I went on a whole spiel about why this year is different for the Baltimore Ravens. They got Todd Munkin as an OC. Lamar's throwing the ball from the pocket. The weapons that he has on the outside, whether Zay Flowers, OBJ, Rashad Bateman's having one of his better seasons. Oh, yeah, Mark Andrews might be back. For all those reasons, he's under the most most pressure because this year it has been different. It's supposed to be different. They've knocked off the hottest teams. When Detroit came rolling in, when they were at the top of the league, they beat up on them. Yeah. They beat up on Seattle. Miami, the best offense in the NFL, they shut that down. The 49ers were coming in as the big dogs, and they knocked them off as well. So I look at these Ravens, and they've gotten a chance to rest up get healthy. Everybody's looking to them to be in Vegas this year. It's supposed to be Lamar's year, possibly the MVP. So I'm going to say he has the most pressure between these two. It's a great take. I'm going to do a cheers here for uh, Jamie McDermott and for Ingrid Harbaugh, the wives of both head right. coaches. Oh, wow. so I think both head coaches have a ton of pressure as well. Oh, on, Peter. This one. Harbaugh's had some early playoff exits. McDermott hasn't been able to get over the hump and beat his old mentor, Andy Reid. I-, I-, I look at this one and I think of the quarterbacks and I think Josh Allen needs it this one. Pressure's on Josh, I think. Mm. I know if Lamar loses, it's this crazy loss to a Houston Texans, but Lamar's so young and still has so much more to go. Josh Allen has been in these big games and he's been at these big stages. I feel like Lamar and that Todd Munkin thing is just clicking right now they're going to be going for years this feels like the window for Josh Allen and it's a lot of reasons it's because they're home finally against Mahomes it's because the last few years they've come up short when they've been favored in games and I think in this case if Josh Allen loses it's like what's making next year any different than this year if Lamar loses yeah it's going to be why can't Lamar win in these playoff games but I also feel like all right but they they've got this thing going again and Lamar's in this new offense and there's plenty of hope Josh I, I don't know what possibly could be in a better place in a better situation than right now it's a great question because I'm hearing everything you're saying, and I, I still think it's Lamar. There's a ton on Josh, but I think it's on Lamar. There's the gl- most glaring playoff losses are the one seed, one and done. So mm-hmm. like the, mm. Those are tough, yeah. especially you're going to lose to a rookie quarterback. Like mm. that, that is a tough, ugly loss, added to which I do think he'll win MVP. So what, he's going to show up to honors in Vegas, and you're like, oh, dude, what happened, Lamar? You knocked on the divisional I Again? Did that last time. I know. It's rough. So I also think there's a more acute pressure on him, something I talked about yesterday. They've played four playoff games under Lamar. They have not scored a point in the first quarter of any of those games. Here's how Lamar, Lamar has played in the first quarter of his four career playoff games. That is, again, total. He's only 9 of 16, 75 yards, 0 of 2. Passer rating just abysmal. So there's this pressure to like immediately exercise the demons of the playoffs. And if Houston ends the first quarter, they're up six nothing. Or if it's 13-7 at halftime, it's all gonna come crawling back. MVP seasons don't go one and done as a one seed. You don't lose the rookie quarterbacks. Then he's one and four in the playoffs. That's rough. Two MVP years. Two MVP Daniel years. That's... Like, look, Josh Ooh. Allen, they beat the Steelers last year. They got another, last week, they got another playoff win. There's tons of pressure. And I went for a long time about the demons he has with the Chiefs. And they're there for sure. I still think Lamar's a little bit more. Mm. You know, neither of those guys, as far as we know, are married, so we can't cheers to their spouses, Lamar Jackson and Josh Allen, so we can't go that direction. If these things don't, if these things don't go well for either of these 
quarterbacks yeah. this weekend. Are we looking at a Chiefs at Texans AFC title game? No. Is that it's Texans, Texans, Texans at Arrowhead? Texans at it would be the Arrowhead Invitational again. To circle back. That, uh, that's the craziest thing. The sixth six straight year. It would be, six, it would be six, in Arrowhead with again Nansen Romo. All the segments. Of they're eliminated Jeez. for the one seed, and it won't be throughout that. Come on. That's wild. The pressure is just up. Somebody win one of these games with that. That would if that transpires yeah. that way, that would unbelievable. Be well, then we'll all raise a glass to the Chiefs. We yeah, are. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. If they pull that off again, show your you go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower. 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day. And smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Back on Good Morning Football. Our next guest is a former player and head coach in the NFL, but he has found his way on television screens in everybody's household every Sunday night. Please give a warm welcome to NBC analyst Jason Garrett. What up, Jason? What's up, guys? Oh, it's awesome to see we're you. We're so happy Good to see morning. you. You confuse my kids every Sunday night because they hear Maria Taylor throughout the course of the season say, Jason, after Devin, and they're just like, did she just call <laughs> Uncle Dev Jason? Like, no, no, no. His name is Jason Garrett. He's next to Dev. So you guys are doing an awesome job. So fun to watch. And, Coach, you got a chance to be in the building for the Chiefs and Dolphins last weekend. And we know freezing temperatures, the conditions were crazy. It was rowdy. Just tell us a little bit how that experience was like. You know, it was incredible. You know, we went out to practice on Thursday, and Travis Kelsey and, and Willie Gay, they're running around in shorts. And so I'm like, huh. Now, it wasn't quite so freezing on Thursday of practice, but their mindset and their mentality was right. And I love the shot of Andy right there, you know, with the frozen over mustache. Um, so it was an amazing atmosphere. You know, you've been to Kansas City a lot. I've been there a lot. Arguably the best environment in football, the best fans. It's incredible. Um, but this team had a mindset and mentality that was really impressive to me. And talked to the coaches and the players during the week. And then when they went out there and played, it was cold. It was minus four degrees at kickoff. As you know, I went out for about 10 minutes of warm-ups. I thought my ears were going to freeze off. And, uh, and they just went out and played. And we saw it right from the start. And uh, the environment was as good as it gets. They were ready to play. And I think they really showed their championship stripes. They're going to be a hard team to beat going forward. And you're right. I have been there a lot. So have you, Coach. But I've never been there with Taylor Swift in the booth Uh directly (laughs) below me. What was that like? (laughs) Tariko, he he talked about on a broadcast. Was all of that a true story? Were you guys taking pictures and smiling, thinking that everybody was giving you the attention? I, I didn't realize where she was until Mike said that during the during the telecast. And uh, he's right. I mean, there were people kind of looking up at us and, you know, we're waving back. <laughs> and finally, he he reveals the whole thing to us. So it, it, it's, it's an amazing story. Um, you know, Travis and and Taylor together and how she's been embraced and all of that. But I wasn't quite sure where she was. There was that one shot that we had where she was looking out the window and it literally was like a a Taylor Swift video. 
<laughs> and uh, it's quite a phenomenon. There's no doubt about it. Totally is. Uh, you're on. We just got the news yesterday that Mike McCarthy's coming back. Obviously, you're one of the former coaches of the Cowboys. A lot of great success you had. Question, you've been in that building. What do you think the conversations were like the last few days? And do you think Jerry and Mike, uh, you know, what was the conversation between the two of them? And then how do you think the rest of the building reacted to when they heard the news? Yeah, you know, it, it's hard for me to know because I'm not there. Uh, you know, I do live in Dallas and I, I know people in the building, but haven't really talked to anybody since the game. You know, when you think about evaluating a head coach, not only in Dallas, but but in all places, you know, there, there are probably a lot of different levels to it. First and foremost, we all know it's a bottom line business. You got to win. So you evaluate that. They've won in the regular season. They have not won in the preseason, in the postseason. A couple really disappointing losses, you know, in the wild card round. So, so you evaluate that, and then the next part of it is you say, okay, did the team reach the expectations that everyone had for them? And, um, you know, you'd like to think that – I know Jerry thought that this team had the chance to, to go win a Super Bowl. So you become, you know, disappointed in, in the early loss, particularly at home, because they've been so dominant at home. I mean, they hadn't lost a game in AT&T Stadium since that opener against Tom Brady – Week one of 22, it seems like a lifetime ago. So they've had so much success there, and they bludgeoned opponents. So there's probably disappointment there. So did they live up to the expectations? You know, hard to know. Uh, you know, the other parts of it are, uh, you know, the idea of do you like how the team plays? Uh, when, when you pull back and you say, I'm proud of this football team, you know, I think that's part of the evaluation as well. And then the culture in the building, you know, you feel like you're giving everybody a chance to thrive uh, and be their best. So I think those are all parts of the evaluation. When you pull back, I'm sure Jerry just in discussions with Stephen and others said, hey, you know, this is the best direction for our team. And you can't argue with the success they've had in the regular season, the disappointments in the postseason. You say, hey, let, let's let's give it another shot. and Maybe we can break through next year. There certainly will be some other changes I'd be surprised if Dan Quinn didn't get an opportunity to become a head coach. So I think that'll be a decision they have to make going forward. So, um, you know, th they felt good about Mike's leadership and they're embracing it and they're going to give it another go. You know, Jason, part of some of the outcry amongst fans wasn't just the retaining Coach McCarthy. It was there's these other individuals who are out there, Bill Belichick, Jim Harbaugh, Mike Vrabel, Pete Carroll, and that maybe they might have been the answer. What's your response to that? Uh, again, hard to know. And, 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 you know, I think it's hard to speculate when someone is in a job about, about someone else. Obviously, those four guys you mentioned are amazing coaches and have been for a long time. I do think dynamics in an organization matter and, and, and how ownership and, and a head coach can function together. And, and when you have a track record like those other guys, there's a certain way that they want to do things. And there's a certain way that Jerry Jones wants to do things in Dallas. So I think you know, deciding if those things can mesh or if you're willing to see if they can mesh is a big question going forward. But I think the biggest part of the evaluation was, do we like the direction this team is going right now? And, uh, and, and I think they came to the conclusion that Mike gave them the best chance. 
Well, Coach, you have to imagine the eight teams left in the playoffs are pleased with the direction they are going in. Let's shift the conversation to some remaining in the divisional round, like mm-hmm. the Chiefs. It'll be their first road playoff game in Patrick Mahomes' career, a wild fact. And it's in a tough Buffalo environment. Will this be the biggest test of his career, and how do you think he'll handle it? Well, again, I was at that game the other day, and, and he had a look in his eye when we talked to him on Thursday that was like, there's no way we're losing this game. He, he, he just had a determination and a confidence about him, and, and you saw it right from the start. I was surprised that they came out throwing the ball like they did in those conditions because I knew that they wanted to run it, but I think they wanted to send a message like, this stuff doesn't bother us. Here we go. We're getting back to being who we've been. And I think we saw glimpses of that all night long. So I like where they are mentally. I like their approach. I like how they're attacking this situation. And trust me, they got a ton of credibility with all the success they've had. You make the great point, though. It's amazing that he's never played a road playoff game with all the success they've had. This will be a challenge. You know, Buffalo has played as well as anybody here the last month and a half. And you know, they were taking their lumps early on, but they seem to have righted the ship and their quarterback and the energy he's bringing is something else. So it's going to be a heck of a game. I don't think the conditions will be a huge factor after having been in, in Kansas City. I think it'll be about the play on the field. And, and I think those two quarterbacks will ultimately decide it. Uh, you know, they, they've become kind of the Peyton Manning and the Tom Brady uh, duo uh, for their generation, and it's certainly fun for all of us to watch it. Absolutely love it. There's one heck of a duel between those two, and the duel of Jason and Devin on NBC is just as amazing. Love it. Thank you for coming in, Coach. Appreciate it. Hey, you guys are awesome. Keep up the great work. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day. And smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you.